Grow Great is a city government leadership podcast with Lisa Norris and me, Randy Cantrell. Each week we share insights, experiences, and wisdom to help you and your leadership grow great. Our website is growgreat.com. So we've just, we're entering the, I call it the thankful season, although we're thankful year round. I know I am and grateful, um, but it's, it's a good time just to refresh and, and start thinking um, more specifically about all that we are thankful for in life and at work, you know, in our jobs and something that, that I saw yesterday and experienced yesterday with our team, I just wanted to share in this post as we're approaching the Thanksgiving holiday. It says a positive attitude brings much gratitude. Think positive, be positive, and speak positive. Do it every day and make it a habit. And Randy, how often is it that we get into work and we're like, ah, oh, crap, I've got this thing, I've got this, you know, like oh today. my gosh, I've got a vacancy. I know I we, we got on this morning and I said, good morning. He goes, it is. And I said, a good morning or just morning? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but a great way to start it. You were just grateful. We're, we talked about grateful we're alive, grateful we're here, yeah. grateful we have our family around us. Many are suffering that don't. Many are not happy in where they're at. Um, but it's important that we take time to recognize what we do have in our lives and focus on the positive, like the quote said, and not the negative and not what we don't have. Be thankful for what is in front of us and um, not looking at the past, but looking forward at what, because today is the day you can change. You can change your attitude and you can uh, refocus and reset for tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And that's important to remember. Um, what are you, what are your thoughts on that quote as we talked about it, as people are listening in and stress is upon them and they're trying to get ready for, to leave and travel and they've got screaming kids and I've got no house. You're trying to sell a house. <laughs> you know, everybody's got their stressors. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, and, and in the, in the, the little meme that Lisa's referring to the word habit is in all caps and maybe that's got something to do with it, but that, that word kind of leaps out to me because you and I both know a lot of this stuff that we talk about, there's two things that leap to my mind. It's just making up your mind and it is habit. That's right. And it's a choice. Yeah. And so many people just, you know, we turned the clocks back earlier in the month. Um, and, and I saw something and I got tickled said, don't for, don't forget to set your clocks from sunshine and happiness back to misery and despair this weekend, <laughs> <laughs> I had you know, that. and I thought, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty typical. You're, you're completely right. And we, we both have challenges. Our lives aren't perfect. Um, our lives are, are pretty great. We're both working really hard, trying to make our lives great independently. We're working hard together to try to make this podcast great. I mean, come on, greats in the name. So we right. got the, the pressures on my perspective is, you know, we're all looking for that big thing. 
we would we would love to have some big success we want to avoid big disasters but man our lives are our lives are largely pretty ordinary you know um mm-hmm. you and i were talking before we hit record about elon musk you know and his taking over twitter and i mean here's a guy with a fleet of big gulfstream you know private jets and whatnot okay we mere mortals don't live that kind of a life uh, right. and i think the gratitude that I'm feeling today is, is frankly, very typical for me. I'm grateful for another day. I'm grateful that I've got my family. I'm grateful that our health is, is okay. I know people are struggling with health. I know some people that are not even that, that old that are struggling with some serious health issues, uh, and concerns. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I could, I could sit here and focus on the negative just like you could. Mm-hmm. We could all just, I mean, it's how much, easy to do. It's yeah, how much time nature. have you got for me to get, tell you all the things that aren't going as well as I would hope they would go. But on the flip side, I don't know any human that can't do the opposite. If you choose it. Yeah. I mean, you know, the whole, that whole notion of count your blessings. It sounds great. Too rarely do we probably do it because it's way easier to just think about everything I don't have that I wish I did have everything that I do have that I wish I didn't have. Keeping those, up with the Joneses that many well, people try to do. Yeah, they look you know, around those, and see what they don't have and what everybody else does have. Yeah, there and is try that. Try to compare ourselves. Yeah, there is that. So no, I, I like, I like everything about it, but to your point of it being a choice, I mean, there's the rub. So how can we choose optimism? How can we choose gratitude? And I address that with people. I get asked pretty frequently, not about that, but I get asked about forgiveness of all things. Forgiveness comes up in conversations with great regularity. Um, there is a survey called the via survey, V I a survey. You can Google it. It's basically the notion that you can, you can choose optimism. There's another guy named Martin Seligman, who was really the, the catalyst behind it. You can learn optimism. And I'm real fascinated by that whole topic of learning optimism. And I think you can learn gratitude as well, but it largely is just to your point. Just can you, can you make up your mind to do it? I took the via survey and I've taken it and taken it and taken it. Forgiveness always is my number one character trait. Now this isn't strengths. This is, this is who you are. This is the way you operate. Yeah. Uh These are, these are kind of your non-negotiables, but they're also, and everybody's got them, but the order of them is the order in which you just naturally deploy these things. So I can have a conversation with somebody about forgiveness and it's not hard for me. I don't know why it's just not. Forgiving people is not difficult for me, but I've also learned, and you and I've talked about this, Mm -hmm. your strength becomes your weakness. Hard to forgive myself. I can forgive you drop dead easy, but I'm asking, well, how do you do that? And the only answer I know to give, and it's not a brilliant answer is you just make up your mind that you're going to, you just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think gratitude and being thankful is largely that I'm not saying it's easy, right? but I think if we focus on it, I mean, if you stop and think about your life, 
whatever the circumstances of your life are, and you think about what you've got and you think about, I mean, I, this is how crazy I am. I think of all the, all the little dangers that happen to us every day mm-hmm. that we have no knowledge of. Mm-hmm. I mean, the narrow escapes. I think about driving in DFW traffic. That's scary all by itself. Well, I, I mean, seriously, <laughs> you, you, know, it you, is. you think, you think about, you come upon an accident and you're like, you know, and you, you were three minutes back in traffic. Right. That's right. I mean, it's those kinds of things. And you just, we have no way of knowing the kind of dangers that, that we're avoiding the catastrophes that, mm-hmm. that we're not experiencing because we're too focused on the ones that we are. I get it, but, and we're not talking about, at least I'm not, we're not talking about this rosy, rosy glasses and just kumbaya and everything's people are having some serious difficulty. There's serious struggle. There's serious pain. I get it. I don't know that really focusing, especially when it's something that's kind of beyond your control. That's right. You know, can we focus on what's next? Can we focus on, okay, what, what can we do? And can we focus on, okay, there's an upside here. I mean, you and I've taught, you've talked about your, your farm situation mm-hmm. and it's easy to focus on, well, that this didn't go to plan that didn't go according to plan. Okay. Well that, this plan that absolutely turned into a disaster, the water, you know, right? and didn't happen. Yeah. Right. But the big plan the big plan absolutely happened. Yeah. You know, finding, finding the kind of acreage that Lisa and her husband wanted to be able to do the kind of hunting that they love to do and the fishing that, I mean, they got that. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the rest of it, it could be argued. Those are just details. Y'all are just in the midst of trying to sort those details out. Cause you've got the land Yes. and getting the land was the really hard part, or at least That's you right. thought. That's right. You know, and I think part of it in looking at it from a distance is so you had this expectation, you got that expectation and it was probably the thought was that's the biggie. Mm-hmm. Everything else will just kind of fall in place. Well, guess what? Life threw him a curveball. It's like the thing that you thought was the biggie that happened. Right. All these other details. Okay. Well, they're not all just falling into place. So magically. It's easy and it's easy for us as humans uh, and you listeners to, to just uh, dwell on what isn't going well, because that's the moment we're in. That's the moment that we're in, but I would encourage you and you can have those moments. We're not saying it's unrealistic to have the moments Uh, for those that have been listening and uh, listened to our prior podcast. I shared, I was heartbroken when the house on the land fell through that we were moments from closing on, uh, and it's off the plate. Uh, we've just got land and that's what we have right now. And I basically cried myself out of tears. You can have those moments. It is recovering from them and moving past them. That's critical. Just like it is with the team. You can, when you're at work and you're working with your team and something didn't go well, those are moments as leaders, it's helping you and your team get through those. Well, and, and choosing to see positivity and choosing to communicate that because living in the sadness and living in that moment of despair is not only 
not good to do for you personally. It's not good for mental health. And it it's not good for those around you because they experience it and they live in that moment with you and it continues. Instead, we have to choose. We have to choose to pull up our bootstraps and go, okay, discouraged, disappointed. I'm those. But now is now. And this minute's never going to happen again. It's happening right this minute. And I need to choose. Do I choose to stay here in this moment and live in that moment and dwell upon that moment? Or do I choose in this minute to move and look what's ahead of me and choose that and choose positivity and choose how I'm going to approach and my next step and what I'm going to do to make this better? Uh, I think that's what we have to look for and being grateful and thankful is not focusing on what you didn't have in the past, what has happened to you. It's choosing today for a better day tomorrow, in my my personal opinion. Uh, and I hope that's what each of you can focus on as we approach the holidays uh, with your families, is just being thankful and grateful in that moment. Um, some of you may have lost family. Some of you may have a be in a terrible place with your job, with whatever in life has dealt you in the moment. But um, those are real. And I would say to continue to recognize those, but move forward. Each step you take is moving forward and being grateful for what you do have right now, um, recognizing what maybe is not going well, and then make, you know, finding ways to move through and past that. Because uh, that's, that will only help things get better and see clarity in what you have in front of you. Well, misery loves company, but company doesn't love misery. So That's right. you don't want right. to, you don't want to be that person. You know, we talk a lot and Lisa and I both are what you see is what you get. It's just how we roll. We're not pups anymore. You know, we're, we're mature. I'm way more mature than she is. That's just, <laughs> isolation. I'm way older than her. I'm sure that's a compliment. <clears throat> <clears throat> it is a compliment, but you know, we're kind of, we're just, we're kind of comfortable Sure. Right, with who we are, we're we're not in the throes. I'm not trying of, to compete. No, but I we we realize that there 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 are likely many of you out there who, you know, you're still you're still in the throes of figuring that out. Sure, and we've both been there, done that. Yeah. However, the point is authenticity. The point is transparency, and those are two words that you hear over and over and over and over again, and they are lauded as the end all be all. And I'm not at all negating those or poo-pooing that we need to do that. But when it comes to the things that are, that are happening in your life, you do not want to be the person when somebody says, how's it going? And you just unload, you just unleash all the pain and all the suffering that you're going through, not minimizing that you're going through it, but to share that and to go paint your whole world with that sadness and sorrow and despair and whatever else you're, you're doing is not going to serve you. It's not going to serve anybody else, but you yes, got to have right. some people around you that you can do that with in moments. Yeah. In and moments. Keep, yeah. And keep it in context. And to the point of your quote though, Lisa, and not make that your habit. You don't want to be defined by that. We spend a lot of time here talking. We will do more about your story and these chapters do not let a bad chapter define your life and you can because we right. can just keep writing that chapter over and over and over way better way better in my experience 
in my own life and in seeing the lives of other people, make that chapter as brief as you can make it, end it as soon as you can, get to gratitude as quickly as you can, focus on the things that you've got, focus. I'm a broken record. Where there's a challenge, where there's a struggle, there is an opportunity. That's right. I may not know what it is. You may not know what it is, but it's there for us to figure out. And it's way more profitable to spend our time trying to figure that out than it is trying to find other people that will listen to us whine and moan and complain. Mm-hmm. I was fi- trying to find another. There was a great quote that talked about this is the oldest. I can't remember how it works. I need to go find it. But on on that point, you know, as we look at as you look at all these things and you consider the what you're thankful for in this season and hopefully well beyond the season and year round. And you realize it's good to be grateful. Not only does it lift your spirits, but it impacts all those around you because you are an example to others. Um, Like Randy said, we've got to practice that not only in our personal lives, but in our work lives, because we are here almost more than we are with our families. And we've talked about, like you said, your story, Randy. Um, And I would encourage each of you as your, as your, getting ready to leave from work and go to your families for the holiday season and spend that time with them. Don't forget about your work family. Um, Be sure you are taking opportunities where they exist to do simple things and talk about being grateful and thankful that they're recognizing the positive things that are happening. Uh, Hopefully you are in a culture and environment that supports that and taking a few minutes. um, I give one example I was telling Randy is before we hopped on this that Yesterday, we did, we call them Thoughtful Thursdays, and they're once a month where we get the team together and we just talk. I I come up with different topics we share um, just to get to know each other personally better. And um, it can be on struggles. It could be on positive um, things. But yesterday's, we called it the Grateful Wall. And I gave each each employee, I've got 14, uh, including me total. And we gave each person a sticky pad, a post-it pad, And I said, today, we talked about first as a team, what we are grateful for. And we just went around. It was virtual. Uh, What are we thankful for in our team and in our, uh, it could be personal, basically said personal work life. But then we went to the grateful wall and I said, now, but between now, which was Thursday and today, which is Friday, by the end of the day, write a sticky personally to each team member and just go stick it on their window, door, or cubicle of what you are grateful for in them. It could be anything. It could be their smile. It could be how they've helped you on a project. It can be, but make it personal. And um, that is something we've done in the past. We usually do it about once a year. And people literally saved their notes and pulled them out on the virtual Zoom and said, I still have mine from last year. And it pulls them through on a bad day. They go look at it and go, okay, just choosing their attitude. They're choosing positivity. They're going through a rough time and they literally pulled up their stickies from last year, held them up on the Zoom and said, yeah, I look at these on my worst days going, there are things that I'm doing well, refocus, refocus on the things I am appreciated. This was a moment. This is not my story and I'm moving past it. So just be sure to take time and do simple things for your team, show your gratefulness, allow them to share their gratefulness and it, it goes a long way in this season of stress 
and uh, really rough times that so many are experiencing, it helps them see the light a little bit more that there is hope and there is future. And this moment is now about to be past us. So choose the next one. Well, we define leadership as a focus on others, and I haven't found a better remedy when I'm feeling miserable about whatever my circumstances are and I'm, and I can be prone to for self pity and all the rest of it, just like all the rest, all, everybody can mm-hmm. helping somebody else through their difficulties, not only takes my mind off of mine, but just makes mine better managed. Mm-hmm. It just does. It always does 100% of the time. Uh, and my parting shot would be the phrase craving encouragement. I got so fascinated by this. I registered the domain some years ago. I think I let it lapse craving encouragement. And I did this project over the course of about four months because as I would sit across from high level leaders responsible for millions and millions and millions of dollars and hundreds, if not thousands of people. And you're sitting here and you're realizing that the workforce probably thinks, well, this cat, man, they got it all going on. And of course I have a special relationship and that, you know, I'm looking under the hood and I'm looking at this person and I'm realizing, you know, here's a person that you would think, man, they, they got it all going on and they got a lot going on. That's that's positive, but there's a lot going on that ain't so positive. And that phrase popped in my head. I'm sitting here with a client and I'm looking at this person and I'm thinking this guy's craving encouragement. Now I'm giving it to him, but he's needing it from multiple places, just like we all are. And I don't know. It was an epiphany. It was an epiphany. I don't care who they are. I don't care what they're going through. I don't care what you think they're not going through. Everybody around you, 100% of the people around you are craving encouragement. Mm -hmm. I saw something the other day talking about single guys and said 100%. I don't know if this is statistically true, but as a man, I can get it. 100% of the single guys are craving, not, not just sex, but they're craving a hug. They're craving that kind of connectivity and we just can overlook all these things. Mm -hmm. It's just easy to look past all those, all the, these little human details that, that frankly make our lives largely worth living, you know, these relationships. So craving encouragement, as you look around the workplace, as you look around your family, just know this 100% of these people that you're looking at every single one of them is craving encouragement because you are too. That's right. And connection, you know, just connection, having a connection with somebody. It doesn't have to be in life or marriage. It just is having somebody that gets you and supports you 100% through the good and the bad and corrects you and tells you, hey, let's not do that again. I mean, that just gets you and they're genuinely invested in you. That's the greatest feeling in the world. And that's what leadership is. You can be that person for somebody else if you choose to be. That's right. In in life or in work. But we just wanted to take time to appreciate what we have, 
not focus on what we don't. We hope you can do the same. And we hope that your holiday season is full of gratefulness, appreciation, and looking for the looking for tomorrow and what it can be. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for watching and listening to Grow Great, a city government leadership podcast. For Lisa Norris, I'm Randy Cantrell. Be well, do good, grow great. The website is growgreat.com.